everyone. Welcome to another episode of Onwards. Here we hope to inspire you and motivate you to help you get out of that funk and give you a new perspective to your day. This episode, we're going to talk about productivity, staying on track, and how to reach your academic goals. So before we begin, I just wanted to clarify that no one is superhuman. You know, we're all going to have our days where we don't feel motivated to do work or study, and that's okay. We all need a day off once in a while. But these are some things that you can do to avoid having those days. And one of the best tips that I think I can give you guys is just to start your day right. And what I mean by that is as soon as you wake up, do a few things like making your bed or brushing your teeth, whatever you feel is productive for yourself. And, you know, as soon as you do those, you immediately feel like you've done something productive and you haven't even touched the academic or schoolwork that you need to do for the day. So I just feel like it sets a really good positive tone um, for the rest of the day. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, I'm very much a morning person. So waking up early and doing all my work in the morning works best for me. And yeah, having a morning routine that I can break down into a couple of different steps um, works really well because when I complete all those steps and they're really small things, like Anisha said, like washing my face, brushing my teeth, making my bed, I can tick them off my list. And just that physical process of ticking it off makes me feel so productive because then by like 7.30, I've already done like five things. And then I can actually start my work with a positive mindset and feeling good about myself. Yeah, Yana, I think it's really important to kind of figure out when you work best because that can be really helpful. I know some people that work in the morning like you. I personally like the afternoon, evening because I'm quite a late riser. And I know people that work at night as well. So I feel like just finding your sweet spot is the best thing that you can do. Yeah, I completely agree with that, Aria. For me personally, I work really well at night. So between 9 and 12 is probably my most productive time of day because my parents are asleep, my dogs are asleep, and it's really quiet and peaceful in the house. So I feel like I can get the most work done during that time. You sure you'd call that late, Anisha? Because I'm most productive at like 4 a.m., which apart from leaving me brain dead at school, can actually come in quite handy because similar to you, everyone everyone at home to sleep so I've got no distractions and I can work continually without getting disturbed for hours. I feel like I'm my biggest distraction so that's why I work during the day in a public space like I can never work in my room because I know I do not have the self-control to stay off Netflix to stay off social media so I usually work on the dining table so my parents can hold me accountable and just so I don't mindlessly wander somewhere else or get distracted like I will get distracted and I'll be like oh my bookshelf needs cleaning and I'll spend the entire day reorganizing my bookshelf for no reason um so I definitely work better with distractions it just makes me feel like I'm not so isolated from everything and another thing that I do to keep me focused and to limit the distractions I have from my phone is to actually put a water bottle on my phone. And I know this sounds silly, but it has really helped me keep hydrated during the day because I'll put a water bottle on top of my phone. And then every time I reach for my phone, I'll have to take the water bottle off. And then I'll just by holding the water bottle, I'll instinctively take a sip of water. And that sip of water and that whole process kind of just makes me think like do you really need to be going on your phone right now like is this like the best way that you you can spend your time right now and then it just kind of keeps me off my phone um so I don't keep checking snapchat or instagram or anything like that 
That's a really good idea, Aria. I actually might start doing that. But for now, what I do is I keep my phone in another room. Um, it definitely deters me from getting up and walking around because I'm lazy. And um, during the breaks, I'll either go check my phone or I might actually read a book, which is what I've been doing during quarantine because I feel like we've been on the screen so much throughout online school and watching Netflix, etc. So I think reading a book just for even, you know, 15 minutes is great to get off the screen and just kind of put your mind into another world and forget about all the busy things that you need to be worrying about. You know, I've actually found that the best way for me to balance work and like free time and relaxation is for me to schedule my breaks. Um, I'm a very like list person. So in the morning when I wake up, I like having a full list of things to do, but then I will actually go through and like plan out exactly when I'm going to do those things. So hour by hour. And, you know, I'll even plan in my lunches and my breaks. Like I know for me, um, after I eat lunch, I get really tired. I've worked the entire morning and I get really tired and I definitely need a break after lunch. So rather than thinking, oh, you know, um, lunch is going to be my break. And then afterwards, I'm going to work really hard. I'm sure I'll be motivated. And then when that time actually comes around, I don't do it and my entire schedule gets thrown off. Rather than doing that, I make sure to schedule in, you know, an hour, an hour and a half after lunch to to just take that time for myself. Because like I said, it's really important to know yourself and to know when you work best. I think breaks are so, so important just to not feel overwhelmed or too burnt out, especially with studying. Um, so I actually started this thing called the Pomodoro Technique that I've been doing during quarantine just so I don't feel completely overwhelmed. And just because I don't have the longest attention span and I can't just sit still in one place for, I don't know, hours on end. So I do 25 minutes of studying with no distractions. And then I'll do five minutes just, you know, maybe like switching the work off and just listening to music, maybe walking around. I sometimes just go stand outside in the sun just to like feel a bit more connected with the outside world because I've been indoors a lot and I feel like that's really helpful just so you don't feel too overwhelmed and every like 25 minute five minute little chunk of time that I've done I feel like okay I'm doing like this much and this much and it, it doesn't feel like I'm studying one thing it feels like I'm doing blocks and I feel like that just makes me feel like I'm doing more and I feel more accomplished. And just that sense of accomplishment is very motivating to me. So personally, I've got a problem with taking way too many breaks in between while studying. So I found a way of combating this by making playlists for each of the subjects that I have to study. And they act as mental cues for me to actually start studying that subject. And, you know, they keep me in the zone until the playlist actually gets over. So that way I can force myself to, you know, study for five or 10 extra minutes, even when I don't feel like it, just by telling myself to stay focused for a couple more songs, which for me can be a blessing or a curse in the actual exam hall, because whenever I see the subject, the corresponding song plays in my head, which meant that throughout my entire maths GCSE, I had Dave playing on repeat in my head. I'm definitely not as disciplined with my breaks as everyone else is. Um, but one thing I found for myself is the hardest part in anything that I do is starting the task. So it takes a lot of motivation for me to actually start something. 
you know, I've experienced it with all my college essays, my common app essay. But once you start something, it's a lot easier to keep going than you think it is. So it's really important to sometimes just force yourself to start to do something. And once you get into that process and that rhythm of doing the task, it's a lot easier to keep going than you think. Oh, actually, Anisha, that reminds me of like a trick, I suppose you could call it. I've personally never used it, but I know a lot of people who it's really helped a lot. Um, Okay, this is going to sound really silly, so just, you know. I'm not quite sure how to explain it, but I suppose the best way to say is you basically just count down from five. um, And once you get, by the time you get to zero, you have to be out of bed or you have to be, you know, on your way to your room to do work or something like that. Like whatever you're doing right now that's preventing you from doing work, stop doing that by the time you get to zero. Like I said, it sounds kind of weird, but um, it works really well for people who are quite competitive because then you sort of get into like competition with yourself, if that makes sense. Um, so try it out. It, it doesn't work for me. I wish it did. But it's a really great way just to get started with your work. That is an amazing technique, Yana. I will definitely be using it because I do tend to get quite competitive. And I think creating healthy competition with myself will be a great way to motivate me to just get out of bed and, you know, get on with the day. Because a lot of times I feel like in the morning I have so much work to do throughout the day and it often feels quite insurmountable. But I think just breaking it up and starting, as Yana did say and Anisha said, really just helps you get in the flow and then you do realize like okay this isn't so much and I do think consistency is quite important with anything like I think consistency with working out with your hobbies with even academics is really important because the longer a break I take from things the further I feel from them and the more detached I feel and that kind of demotivates me because I'm like oh, it's so long since I've done this. So will I even be able to do it with the same standard that I used to do it? So I feel like keeping consistent with things is really important to me. And another way that I try to divide my work up for the day is a technique that my mom actually taught me. And she got it from this TED Talk that was delivered by this ER nurse. And it's basically about prioritizing So you write out all the things you have to do and then rank them um, based on your priority or like the things that are most urgent. And this has been really helpful for me because a lot of the times I tend to do the less important things first or the things that I don't mind doing first and leave the big essay or the five chapter revision or the like three past papers till the end of the day. And that's when I feel really stressed and, and demotivated and flustered because I haven't done the thing that I actually had to do and I've been doing all these like small tasks tasks that could have been done in like 10 minutes so I think making a priority list and sticking to your priority list really helps because it can help you just stick to what's important and stick to what you need to do so you don't feel overwhelmed later so um another technique that I've used that I find really helpful um it's kind of the opposite of the priority list technique, but um, here it is. So it's basically called fast track hour. All those small things you've been needing to do, like respond to that email or call up the hairdresser for an appointment, you know, those small things that really don't take that much time at all, but they need to happen. So 
give yourself an hour and make a list of all those little, little things that have to get done and just power through that hour, taking them off. It's just a really great way to, you know, catch up on all your admin tasks. So to wrap up this episode, we want to leave you with a quote by Benjamin Franklin, which goes like this. Don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. And basically what that means is try and do as many things as you can today, because when tomorrow comes, you shouldn't feel like, you know, you just want to keep putting it off till tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, because it's all happened to us. You know, we know the feeling. Um, And hopefully the techniques that we've given you today make you feel more motivated and more productive and you can take on your day better than you ever have been able to before.